Today on the Closet Champion Podcast, I give my predictions for AEW's Full Gear pay-per-view happening this Saturday, and I am joined by my very special guest, my hashtag Fight Forever compatriot, Miss Kimmy So Cool. Listen to us talk about wrestling and hear exactly why I'm right and Kimmy's wrong. This is the Closet Champion Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Closet Champion Podcast. I am your host, the reigning, rarely defending, highly disputed champion of wrestling podcasts, Mike Mueller. On today's episode, we are going over the AEW full gear pay-per-view that's happening this Saturday. And for my predictions today, I am joined by a very special guest, I guess is the word that we'll use for her, Miss Kimmy. So cool, so cool, so cool. Kimmy, thank you so much for being a part of this. Thanks. This is super last minute, but I'm really excited. Me too. Very last minute, but we're going to go over it. Uh, I know we're on a bit of a time crunch here and I am not going to waste any time. So I want to get right into it. We'll do all the shameless promos and all that fun stuff at the end. But I want to start with my boy, probably the person I stand for more than anyone else in AEW. And that's Mr. Ray Phoenix, part of the Lucha Brothers, as they take on FTR for the AEW championship, important to remember that FTR got the win over Lucha Brothers a few weeks ago for the AAA titles. This is for the AEW titles. And Kimmy, as my guest, I will swing it to you first. How do you see this match going down? Oh, my God. I get to go first. This never happens. I'm Thank a gentleman. You. Oh, are you sure about that? Hmm. <laughs> so I think that the Lucha Bros are going to retain their tag team championships. I don't think you need to do like the double belts, especially because when the Lucha Bros had those AAA championships, they really didn't defend them. Yeah. So if you keep them separate, everything gets defended. What a concept, WWE. You should try it too. No kidding. Shots fired right away. Uh, yeah, I agree for exactly the reason that you said is I don't think having <laughs> my cat is going insane behind me. Um, I don't think the double belt uh, situation is necessary here, nor does it really work uh, for either of these guys. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me why either of them would keep it. Like you said, keep them separate. Let them both be defended independently. Uh, I think FTR as the AAA champions is just really funny, if nothing else. Like they're the antithesis of of triple a lucha libre wrestling so i like seeing them as the triple a champs and lucha bros as aew champs and i think that that is going to continue and let's move on to i think the most recent match listed um or added to the card so far and that's cm punk versus eddie kingston uh friday on rampage we got a great great uh in-ring segment between the two of them really going at it. Of course, it ends in Bedlam and they have to be separated and all that good stuff. Not a ton of buildup for this match, but I think it's still going to be great. 
I've got CM Punk winning here. I know he's eventually got to lose to somebody. Um, but to me, I don't see Eddie Kingston in an immediate title pitcher. And whoever I think beats CM Punk has to be somebody that's on the pre- precipice of going for the title, uh, either title, but probably the AEW world title. So I think he's going to keep the momentum going here and pick up the victory. I think it make him 7-0 and now, something like that. Uh, Kimmy, what do you say? Does Eddie have any shot in this? Stop copying my notes, Mike. We're supposed to disagree. I will. We'll disagree eventually. I promise. Eventually. We're only six minutes in, Kimmy. Huh? <laughs> so I don't see Kingston winning. And I really like just the direction of this feud. Their promos Friday were really good. Punk's Very. promo on Wednesday. Holy crap. Emotional as hell. Like, oof. Jesus, Philip. I think this match is going to be really good. I definitely think it's like two different styles. You know, like Punk's more of like not technical, but like fast pace. And then Kingston's more of like a brawler. So it should be an interesting mashup of two different styles. But I do see Punk winning. I don't think it makes sense for Kingston to win. So I'm going with the best in the world, CM Punk. Yeah, I agree. And we did see uh, how well Kingston can do in a match that against someone with a very different style him and uh Bryanson as we're calling him here on the closet champion podcast Brian Bryanson that's what I'm calling him now uh yes uh they Danielson and Kingston had an amazing match and so I've got all the faith in the world that this is going to be an exciting one even though their styles aren't really the same uh if anyone can pull the best out of somebody I think it's CM Punk so we're in agreement on that Let's go to another match. I'm just getting this out of the way because I'm, I know we're going to be in agreement on it. Um, women's AEW championship match, Britt Baker versus Ty Conti. Uh, I'll let you take the lead. Cause I know you've, you've, uh, you've made some very horrible picks uh, with, with Ty in the past. And I'm wondering, uh, are you going to make another horrible pick here? Is Ty going to be our, our new AEW champion, women's Thanks. champion? Excuse me, sir, when you work with wrestlers all the time like me and you've worked with uh, both of these talents at multiple times, you got to back up your clients. Sorry that you don't have experience with that, but I do. That's fair. I can't argue that. That's fair. Exactly. And Ty Conti came up with my entire gimmick. So, like, got to support my girl. Anyway, I've been wanting this match for so long, and I'm so happy that we finally get it. Like, yes, Ty, you shined. She, so Ty's someone who I actually thought would win the TBS championship. Kind of upset she's not in that bracket, but I understand why. She was not one of the rankings. She gets the first bird at the pay-per-view. But sadly, my DMD will be winning. She will be taking this match. I am not making another horrible pick. But DMD all the way. This match should be really good. This is Conti's second pay-per-view, which I'm really excited that she finally gets the shine she deserves. I think going to AEW was a really big move for her. You could see how much she just loves wrestling. She understands it way more than she did in NXT. So I'm going with DMD. Yeah, I definitely agree. And it's and yeah, I, I am giving you shit for the Ty Conte picks in the past, but they are their division is still it's gotten a lot better recently. Um, and they've added in a lot of uh, talent that is already established, like with Ruby Soho and things like that. But it's still nice to see people like Chris Statlander getting the come up. And now people like Ty Conti and Anna Jay, uh, the bunny a little bit like they're doing a little bit more with their homegrown talent. And it is very exciting to see. But it's just in my opinion and that you I'm going to say it's not a shot, but in reality, it is a shot. 
Ty Conti is not a main event player yet. She's just not. And it's not to say she won't get there one day. I Maybe she will, maybe she won't. I don't know. But right now I would have zero faith in her carrying the women's division, especially when we've seen how good Dr. Britt Baker is. And this really, it's more of a testament to how good Britt is, not like that Ty's not ready. But when you've got someone that's just, to me, leaps and bounds better than almost anybody else in women's wrestling uh it, it it's going to take a miracle to get that title it's going to be easier to extract a tooth than it will be to take the women's title off of dr Britt baker uh, and, and only she she might only be the only dentist in the world that's good enough to do it so there's your hyperbole how can she take it from herself but oh, no true. she she's not losing it here i don't think anyway no i agree um let's keep going with a re- a bit of a played out feud, at least for me, I don't have the excitement about it. Um, it's Jungle Express Express, and Christian Cage versus the Super Click. And while I love Jungle Boy and I love Adam Cole, I'm just not hyped for this match. Um, I think if it were a one-on-one match, I'd care more. We've already seen it, but I would watch it again. And I just don't see a scenario in which Jungle Express gets the win here. To me, this is Super Click all the way. I think it's, I'm, I'm hoping for another fun uh, double cheek kiss spot at some point. Um, I'm also wondering where in the world is Marco stunt? Like, is he, what's happening with him? I don't know the scoop on that, but I think that this is a uh, super click all the way. You got to let Adam Cole, especially build up some victories because he's surely um, going to be down the line, a future uh, contender either for the TNT or the AEW championship. Uh, that's got to be in the near future, I would imagine. Uh, do you got this going the same way or do you got something different? So we agree again. Like Once again. Mike, Mike, stop looking at my notes. So the only reason I'm kind of upset about this is, I mean, it's a Falls County where match, but we saw this match at Rampage Grand Slam. Yeah. The same exact match. And I know that every wrestling company can't be perfect and like eventually there's going to be rematches. But the fact that Adam Cole in his first AEW pay-per-view doesn't have a singles match, I feel like that's very weird. I'm like, oh, a six man. That's all he's good for. A six man. <sighs> yeah, are they like protecting him? Like, what, what do they know. think they need to do? Because I also see, like, I don't know if winter, like, the winter is coming. I don't know if they're doing that this year, or maybe they're just gonna, like, I don't know what the next like special is gonna be. But I could see like right. Adam Cole versus Adam Page. So maybe that's why I don't necessarily know. I mean, obviously we have the number one guitarist match we got to talk about too, where I think we finally disagree. I think we are. You're playing spoiler here. I was pivoting to that next. Oh, look, I'm looking at your notes now too. <laughs> but um, the super clicker three people I feel like can never put on a bad match. So I think like wrestling wise, I'm looking forward to it because it's really going to, you know, this is what should open the card. I agree. Match. I agree a hundred percent. That's going to set the crowd on fire. Um, I see, I know Nick Jackson, I read this morning, he's had a little nagging injury with his foot. I believe it's the bottom of his heel. He is cleared, but you know, like maybe he gets the pin and you don't see him doing as much because of he's injured. He but needs super- better shoes. Well, listen, when you spend $5,000 a week on um, Air Force Ones, but I'm going with the super click to defeat Jurassic Express in cages. Come on, Mike. Like they have a name. It's Jurassic Express in cages. In, in cages, okay. In cages. Who, uh, who's eating? Uh, who's eating the loss? Then maybe Nicholas we'll just... Jackson. How is he eating the loss if Super Click wins? Oh, that's what you meant. Sorry. Um, yeah. No, who's he? Yeah, who's taking the Luchasaurus? Pinfall? Okay. Luchasaurus. 
All right. Uh, I actually think uh, Cage might. I think he might do the job. Uh, so I'm just looking for places for us to disagree, really. Okay. And that's one of them. But here's a place where we're going to disagree. We got the finals of the number one, the world eliminator, number one contender, whatever they're calling it, tournament. Uh, and we got a shakeup. It's going to be Brian Danielson, also known as Bryanson, versus Miro. Uh, this was originally probably supposed to be John Moxley. He took some time off for personal reasons. And real quick, I don't mean to dis- to derail uh the pace of the show or the context of what we're talking about. But I just want to say to a good for Mox for acknowledging that you need help and getting help. CM Punk, you alluded to it earlier, had a great, great speech about that. And to anybody that's listening, whether it's substance, whether it's just mental health issues, whatever it is, I personally cannot encourage you enough. Do whatever you need to get help. There's a million resources available. The stigma is not there like it used to be. Kimmy's waving. The stigma is not, not there like it used to be. You know, it's go get the help that you need. There's all the resources available to you and you have support. You have people that are in your corner. You have people that care about you, even if it's just going and, uh, you know, therapy and, you know, if not medication, whatever you want to do, it doesn't matter. Just find a way to get help for whatever you need and know that you've got support from all directions. So, all right. That was my little PSA. I wanted to get out of the way. I love uh, it. Thank you. Thank you. It's important to me. It means a lot. Me uh, too. Yeah. It's, it's an important thing. People get, and the more you talk about it, the more normalized it is and the less the stigma is around. And that's just better for everybody. Hey, the Tag Me and United campaign raised $45,000 for mental health. So. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Very good on that. Yeah. You can throw, you can make it rain on that. Hey, listen, um, I was involved with that campaign. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You should be, you should be proud. You can make it rain. I'm very excited. I'm seeing one of them Friday. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Great, great stuff. And again, uh, uh, something we support very much here on the closet champion podcast. All right. So, so let's, let's put them Dukes up, Kimmy. Uh, Tell me, tell me why you're wrong and who you're picking in this match between Miro and uh, Brian Danielson. Well, sir, I'm going to tell you why I'm right and why you're actually wrong. So let's get that perfectly clear. So I believe Brian Danielson is going to win because I just feel like it would be very last minute for Miro to kind of just like win it. I don't see Miro, like not that I don't see Miro being like an actual contender because like Miro is really good, but I feel like he just hasn't done anything. Like to me, it's he just got, he's just getting off of a huge long TNT Yeah, but that's it. That's all he's done. What do you mean that's all he's done? What's Miro's record in AEW? Look it up, Mr. I'm Stack. looking it up right now. Good. I'm going to tell you what Brian Danielson's going to win. I feel like Brian Danielson would be a perfect contender for a Hangman Adam Page. I think that's an amazing match that we're looking to see. And I just feel like you could do more with it. And Miro maybe just has to build himself up a little bit. He hasn't been wrestling. So to me, does not make sense for Miro to win. I'm going with Brian Danielson. Now we're all going to hear Mike try to be like, oh, Miro's so good. Yeah, Miro. Heel. We like a heel versus face. Woohoo. So as of, we do like heel versus face. It's a natural story. It's worked since the beginning of time. Uh, so I'm looking at the record and I believe Miro has three losses in AEW, two tagging with uh, Kip Sabian, which where the hell is Kip? And He's injured. He, has well, he, needs, to, he needs to get better because I miss him and his beautiful face. Well, he but, had a shoulder injury and a neck injury. So you're welcome. 
Okay, well, do you your can, research. Then get well soon. That's why I have you, so I don't have to do the research. I can just come on and make correct predictions. So Miro has one loss, and that was dropping the TNT title. Admittedly, kind of surprisingly to Sammy Guevara. I was surprised by that result. but Of course you were. Of course I was. Uh, but it would make all the sense in the world if he had to drop that title, if he's going for the AEW championship. Hello. And let's not forget here. A lot of people had Moxley going over in this whole tournament and beating uh, Bryanson, as we call him in the finals. So why not just plug Miro in, have Miro be, it's a, it's a natural, I mean, tell me you wouldn't want to watch Miro versus Page. Tell me that right now. I mean, but it doesn't make sense because he, like, all he's done is got a promo. How am I supposed to believe that he's a liable? Like, gonna kill me. All he's done is cut an amazing promo and he's doing the best vignettes in AEW right now. This whole like God abandoning him thing is just absolute fire. And so to me, he had the loss and now he's questioning God and questioning that he's not the chosen one. Um, So we could see that as, okay, well then he's going to lose this and he's just going to spiral further down. But But I think he's got to lose in the title match. Losing in the finals where he just got plugged in, to me, it doesn't it doesn't hit the same. It hits a lot harder and it's a lot better for his character if he wins this but then loses the title match. I think that's the way to go. I think you need an immediate contender for Paige. Uh, you could go with Adam Cole. I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't hate that. And Damn right, the, you wouldn't. And him versus the Super Click. You know, it it makes sense. But to me, also, like, and I and you can tell me that I'm wrong here, but to me, like if Paige beats Omega and we'll get to that in a second, if Paige beats Omega, if his first contender after Omega is Adam Cole, I'm like, well, that's just done. Like Cole's taking the loss on that. I don't think it's necessarily a guarantee that he'll lose to Miro. I think they can tell a better story. I think, I think he eventually will. I think he's going to hold it over Miro, but I would believe that his title is much more in danger if he faces someone right after this, like Miro versus Adam Cole or even Bryanson. Cause let's not forget Bryanson spent the last, Bryanson got stacked at WrestleMania. Okay. He was, I think on the bottom of the pile, I'm not even sure, but he got oh. stacked on stacked. Like he, he edge pinned him and Roman pinned both of them. So like this dude is used to spending a lot of time with his shoulders on the mat. I don't think he's going to take a pin, but I think we're going to see Miro get that. Uh, um, How dare you just what? like rip on Danielson's career. He spent all the time on the mat. Whoopie-doo. Have you seen how many better matches he's had in AEW than his WWE career? He just wants oh. to wrestle. And oh, absolutely. Win. Absolutely. No, I'm not arguing that. He's way, I, I'm enjoying him so much more in AEW than I ever did in WWE. And I was there when he won a world championship in WWE. That was an incredible moment. But what he's doing in AEW is better than anything I've even seen in person. That being said, we're still owed a rematch between Danielson and Kenny Omega. I think we're still going to get that match. It just doesn't make any sense for me to see Bryanson go for the title unless somehow 
Kenny Omega hangs on to it. And we'll transition into that right now. Is there any way? Yeah, I'm not going to end with the with the main event. I'm going to end with the match that I'm most excited for. So suck it. It's my it's my podcast and I can do what I want. So main event, Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega. They've been telegraphing this for years, it seems. Is it finally going to come to a head? Are we finally going to get uh, the payoff we've all been looking for? And is Hangman Adam Page going to be your new AEW world champion? Kimmy? Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Oh, no. First of all, you're going to like come up with a cockamamie story of how Kenny's going to win. So let's let's throw this all out there of why Adam Page is going to win. First of all, makes all the sense in the world. You brought him back. You put him in this dream scenario. He was the Joker in that casino ladder match. He climbed the ladder, got his little poker chip, and now he's going to he's going to be champion. We've waited two years for this. Remember, all in 2019, 18, 19, I think. 19 okay oh yeah i was a senior in high school jesus i'm old so oh, shut up i just like saying that when like we're podcasting because i can make you feel old because i'm freaking 14 years older than you yeah when he wrestled chris jericho everyone's like oh it doesn't make sense for adam to win yet because it's not believable now it is now i don't know because i know you don't really go on twitter that much but on my twitter feed every day it's this many days Adam Page wins the title. This many days we're going to do it. We're all going to rejoice. He's going to ride in on his horse for his entrance. He's going to have all of the just like the pops and the roof's going to blow off the arena in Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Wow, my, my mind is. <laughs> so this match is going to be really good. Omega's going to do the job. And Hangman Adam Page will be your new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. And Mike, why would you tell us why Kenny Omega is going to win? So here's why Kenny Omega is going to win. First of all, um, no, he's not. Uh, Kenny Omega is not going to win. Uh, for what I just said, I don't want to see Omega versus Miro. And Miro is definitely winning against Bryanson. So then Page has to win this. And that's what it's going to be. Uh, no, it's the one thing that I just want to remind people is that just because it's inevitable doesn't mean it has to happen right now like it it could happen at the next pay-per-view he could get screwed and omega could hold on to it and they could run this thing back in two three months and have page win then it's entirely possible but aew doesn't really do that if this was wwe i'd honestly probably be predicting kenny omega because they like to hold that they like to dangle the carrot and then take the carrot away and then dangle the carrot and then take the carrot away i play with my cat all the time it's a lot of fun for me it's annoying as hell for the cat uh, but it's fun as hell for me. And WWE likes to do that with its audience. Uh, AEW, fortunately, though, they do not. They like to give us the payoff in a timely and tidy manner. We're going to get it here. He's going to be okay. We're going to get the big pop that we want. God, I hope there's a horse. I hope there's a horse so bad. There will I, be a horse. Oh, I hope so bad. Now, the real question, since we agree, um, how much Dark Order interference are we getting? Like, are they going to be with him at ringside the whole time? Or are they going to have to come down? Only if the Bucks come out first. Okay. If so, the Bucks come out first and they're going to come out, then they're all just going to go to the back. I don't see this ending with, like, um, John Silver hitting Kenny Omega or Nick Jackson hitting 10. Okay. And then, like, causes distraction. I don't see that. I see them doing this pretty clean. So the Young Bucks have to come out first for the Dark Order to then follow. That makes sense. That makes sense. I can of see that. Of course it does, because yeah. I'm saying it. Of course it does, because Kimmy's saying it. Oh, my God. All right. Um, we got two matches left. Let's go to Darby Allen versus MJF. 
Are you uh, telling me that you're excited for Dan Lambert? So excited. Are oh you kidding me? <laughs> oh my God. I had no interest in that match. And now it's, I'm so looking forward to it. I'm not. We'll okay, then we'll get to that. Another thing Good. that you're wrong about, but let's oh. talk about, let's talk about Darby Allen and MJF first. Okay. I'm going to take the lead on this one. Cause I gave you the last two. Uh, Based on, I just talk that much better. I yeah, mean, there we'll go with that. Uh, so what we know, if we are correct, is that Adam Page is going to be our new AEW world champion. And I think that he's going to be a champion for a while. So we yes. need to line up some potential candidates for number one contendership. We're going to have Miro right away because he's going to win as that's been established. And we're going to have other people like Adam Cole uh, that will be there from the elite. So we've got some people there, but it feels like they're all sort of clustered together. And what I'd like to see is someone that's not necessarily going to be the first opponent for Paige, but perhaps the first credible opponent to take the title off of him. And to me, that's MJF. And MJF did the job to Jericho a couple months ago. He wrestles very rarely. I think that's great for his character. It makes perfect sense with his character. Um, Darby Allen went on a nice long run with Sting and with winning. And he's he's been going over a lot. And a loss here to me is not going to hurt Darby Allen. I think a loss here would crush MJF. And I don't think that they're ready to crush MJF as much as we want to see him take the loss. I'm sure he's going to get his ass kicked. But somehow, some way, he's going to pull the tights. He's going to do something. Sting's going to try to hit him with a bat, and he's going to miss and hit Darby or something. I don't know. But MJF is going to steal a win here, and he's going to keep climbing up that ladder to be one of the first big contenders for Adam Page's title. This is when Wardlow is going to turn on MJF. Oh, I'm so for it. I'm so, so for it. So, but like, he's going to turn on him, but who's well, going to no. win? No, MJF's going to win, right? Like, I agree. What we do, we agree. We're on the same page, Miracle. Okay. But I think after, I think Wardlow's probably, like, I think MJF's going to be like, oh, like, raise my hand. Like, I won. Like, look at me. And Wardlow's going to be like, you know what? I'm done with you. Like, you abuse me too much. Boom. Because I also see MJF the one to beat CM Punk. See, I would, I'd be all for that. I would be totally for that. And he... Yeah. No, we said Punk's first loss has to come to somebody epic and MJF would fit that bill and that would actually be perfect. So you think probably Wardlow turns on MJF because he's sick of it. We get a Wardlow feud. MJF goes over there. Then he faces Punk, goes over Punk. Yeah. Well, I, I just like... I don't, because I know, usually, I really can't talk, wow, because I know in December, they had the Winter's Coming special, then they had that New Year's special, and right. I know, I don't know what AEW's plan is, because I can also see them doing, like, a Brody Lee tribute episode oh. at the end of 2021, and that be, like, their special every year, yeah. so, uh, so I was thinking maybe, like, that special, it would be MJF vs. Punk, but I just don't know AEW's calendar plan, so yeah. I can't sit here and predict when that match is going to be. But I think this match is going to be really good. And you talk about, like, he had this long run with Sting. Sting's still there. They're still father and son. They're, they're still... <laughs> Let's get back to this, Kimmy. Get off your phone. It's like you're, in it's like you're in class again. Get off your Shut phone, up, Kimmy. Oh, so, let's, so let's get to the most sure. intriguing match on the card. The funnest match on the card. We got a Minneapolis street fight, which is very different from a Chicago street fight because of its location. So we've got the inner circle 
versus, uh, um, I, I guess, however they're describing themselves, America's top team plus men of the year. I guess they're not all one and the same. But anyway, five on five, uh, the standard inner circle group versus uh, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page. Who are the two MMA fighters they ended up choosing? I don't know off the top of my head. I okay. thought you said you you said you had the notes. I have brief notes. I'm I'm I riff, Kimmy. I'm I'm a riffer. So you said you had notes. It you doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Prepared. What matters is that Dan the, Lambert's gonna get his ass kicked and he's gonna lose. Correct. And how great is that gonna be? Look, Dan Lam- Dan Lambert is amazing. Like Dan no, Lambert is not. Why, why isn't he amazing, Kimmy? You, do, you don't like him, right? No, I know. That means he's doing his job as a heel. I know. I, I watch this sport, Mike. You know, I, I study it. I produce it. I direct it. I know. I know. I know mm-hmm. all about it. Right. But I believe that Dan Lambert is just so freaking annoying. I hate this storyline. He needs to leave. Stop with that little grin on your face, Mike. I see you. Just you. proving my point. You're just, no. you're, I don't even have to talk. You're just proving it for me. Oh, stop. Also, I'm, I'm texting Bill. Bill mm-hmm. also picked Miro. There you go. See, Bill knows what's up. No, look, this is this is going to be a fun match. I, it's not going to be actual match of the night. Obviously, that's not really what's happening. But it's going to be fun. We're going to get a lot of great spots. There's a ton of bodies, so they can do a lot of stuff. Uh, the MMA fighters will be able to be protected because they're never going to have to really shine in the match. They're going to give them a couple opportunities to look really good. Ultimately, I've got Inner Circle winning this. I've got Dan Lambert eating the pin. And here's the thing. Dan Lambert reminds me of... Bobby Heenan mixed with Jim Ross when Jim Ross was a heel for that brief moment in like when he brought fake diesel and razor back when you weren't alive, he's making fun of people. He's getting real, real fuck you heat that like people just want to see him get his ass kicked the way back in the late eighties. People want to see Bobby Heenan get his ass kicked. And whenever he did, it stole the show. And if you want point in case, Survivor Series 1989, Hulk Hogan is in a match again with his team of survivors against Ted DiBiase and Zeus because they were doing the whole no holds barred thing. That didn't close the show. What closed the show was Ultimate Warrior and his team versus Bobby Heenan and his team because watching Bobby Heenan get his ass kicked was a more anticipated, exciting moment than watching Hulk Hogan in 1989. Like that's saying something. Dan Lambert, to me, has that level of heat where people just want to see him get his ass kicked. I never even thought that this would be a possibility that he would be in the ring. I never, it never even entered my mind. And now that we're getting it, oh, oh, he's going to take so many kendo sticks and chair shots and it's going to be great. It's going to be great. How is this not, how are you not excited for this match, Kim? Be, uh, uh... So I'm not looking forward to this match because, first of all, let's talk about the other team for a second, not Inner Circle. You know me. How many times have I said when we podcast that I hate people who have a UFC, MMA, boxing background who step into a wrestling ring? And and I'm with you. I'm with you. So how can I look forward to this match if the whole other team is what I hate about this business? So that's first off. Second off, I'm upset that the TNT title's not getting defended on a pay-per-view. I feel like... But it's like the TV title. But it should still get defended on a pay-per-view. Okay. All titles 
to be defended on pay-per-views. Let's talk about WWE. When was the last time the Intercontinental Championship was defended on pay-per-view? Oh, That's right, WrestleMania 37. You'll get no argument from me on that. And I do think Sammy's going to get the win. I think Sammy gets the pin. Oh, 100% he will. But I just feel like that Sammy should have been defending his title. So I'm kind of upset about that. I won't argue that. No, thank you so much. That's two. Three. Like, just why? Like, I know why. But you couldn't really think of anything better for these people to do. you got to bring in all these, like, people. Just no. No, no, no. No. I think... I think that you need to take a chill pill and just allow yourself to enjoy, just (laughs) allow yourself to enjoy the beauty that it's going to be as uh, Dan Lambert gets his ass kicked. It won't be. I'm going to text you after I watch this match. I'm going to be like, this was crap. Well, you're you're going in with those expectations. So I'd expect nothing less, but it's going to happen and it's going to be fantastic. And I think they'll make even a believer out of you and you'll smile. You're not going to smile watching Dan Lambert get his ass kicked. No. Oh, Kimmy. I'm going to say this match should be over already. This match should be no longer than five minutes. I'm fine. If it's five minutes, if the whole five minutes is Lambert getting his ass kicked, like that's, I'm cool with it. It doesn't have to be a long match. I don't know. I don't know. Are the streets in Minneapolis particularly tough? Wait, I've been there. Hold on. No, not really. I mean, I wasn't like I wasn't in the city. I was in like the hipster part of Minnesota. But, okay. Like, you could walk around and feel safe. <laughs> so you so you did not see any five on five street fights breaking out oh. in the streets. Okay. Well, then it might be a five minute match, but it's still going to be fun. It's still going to be enjoyable. So. That's what I've got from it. Kimmy, do you have any other thoughts that you would like to include about this uh, this pay-per-view? Anything else that they're not doing that they should be doing? Miss producer of wrestling. I feel like compared to other pay-per-views this year, like besides Kenny and Paige, I feel like this is like the like out of matches that have been announced. I feel like this isn't like the most look forward to pay-per-view. I'd agree with that. And I would expect more meeting. This is their last pay-per-view of the year. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. But if, it- what could they add? I'm trying to think because I'm I'm with you. I think that there's going to at least be one more match that gets added. But I'm trying to think. Of- well, Cassidy's not on the card. And they always include Cassidy somehow. We still have a pre-show match that needs to be announced as well. That's so true. That- so that's something they need to do something for the buy-in. Um, I so I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I don't see them doing this if maybe like the NWA Women's Championship, just because like that's been included with AEW a couple times. I could see something like that. I mean, as far as like, as far as the the current roster, I'm not really sure where we would go. Do we want to give Big Show another squash match? Jesus, no, I didn't want that. I wanted that match to be on the buy-in. And everyone was like, why would you want that match to be on the buy-in? And I'm like, because I don't want to see it. Because you, you don't know, want maybe, it at all. Actually, the street fight should be on the buy-in. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. you got to learn to have more fun with wrestling, man. You got to, you gotta, you're so jaded. You're the most jaded 20-year-old I know. Just enjoy yourself. Wait, I don't know what that, that's a really big word. Jaded? Mm-hmm. Aerosmith made a whole song about it. Look it up. It's you might have even been born for it. I don't know. But anyway, shut up, Mike. Kimmy's got to go to class. I got to get ready for work before we get out of here. I have class in two hours, my dude. Okay. Well, I, I've got work sooner. So, Kimmy, before we get out of here, uh, tell everybody where they can find you and keep in mind that we are running close to time on our Zoom. So, uh, 
you know, try to try to give give us the, the abbreviated version, not the full two hour synopsis of everything that you do in the world of pro wrestling. Do you see this? Do you see this right now? I just want you to see this. I do. I do. Kimmy's doing her best Steve Austin impression right now. So hi, I'm Kimmy and I do too many things. And that's why my brain is being fried out and my brain is killing me every day. So, right. Did you like that? That was good. I did. Thank you so much. So um, I have a YouTube show that I'm trying to get back into because my brain is on a different planet right now. So you can find that on the No Holds Barred Network. I do Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, all that jazz. Um, I do, I don't like review the whole show. I do like a top like five, like, oh, this happened and this was really shitty. Oh, oh, this was really good. Like, thank you, Debbie, for actually listening to my creative decisions. So I do that. So you can find me there. You could also see Mike and I fight a hell of a lot more on the Bob Culture podcast. I believe you're going to be with me for Survivor Series. Unless something changes. Yeah, that's the current plan. So, yeah. And I'll be at Survivor Series. So that's, a, that's even better. I get to see Seth live again. Mm my heart i was really excited yesterday i was like look at look at my man just like <laughs> and he won he did he won a match it can I, happen dreams I, do come true by count out anyway so you could we um do prediction panels with at least two or three other people we fight we disagree it's really entertaining mike's a heel i'm a baby face like let's get that out of the way i'm the lovable baby face mike's the asshole heel um what else do i do oh i do a bunch of virtual signing stuff right so i work with wrestlers like i said i work with them hell a lot often but this weekend is big event weekend so who am i working with the one only maria canellas very I exciting love her you're um, a mentor Dennis Yes, my mentor, everything. We need to have a very good conversation about Ring of Honor. Um, Genocide, David Otunga, Brooke Adams. So if you're in the New York area and you're looking for something to do right before full gear, head out to big event. And also Sunday is AEW Day. Brian Danielson's going to be there. Kenny Omega, Don Callis, Alistair Black, who I am working with. I am working with Alistair wow. Black. And I'm excited for that. Bobby Fish, Matt Hardy, Julia Hart. So many names. So if you're in that area, come check that out. That's super cool. Very and cool. also, my first tour dates have been announced for January. I get Serena Deeb, Taya Valkyrie. Really excited to work with Taya Valkyrie. Ooh. So also, Warriors of Wrestling. So I'm doing some stuff with them, too. I can't initially say what I'm doing, but I'm doing stuff with them. So mm. check them out. Um, they're the local independent promotion on Staten Island. They're running a show. The night of full gear, which is why I actually can't watch full gear till Sunday. And their big 14th anniversary year show is on December 4th. I also write for the poprate.com with Mike, and I recently put out a stellar, amazing, beautiful article about where all the released talent, all 18 of them, will be going after their 90 or 30 day closes up. So make sure to read that. And of course, I'm ending with Ring of Honor. It is the final, final battle on December 11th. Please support that pay-per-view. They are revamping their entire company, and I'm very emotional about it. Not going to lie. Yeah, hopefully, so, it'll, hopefully it'll be a short hiatus for Ring of Honor. Yes, and they'll be they back will soon. be back in April. So please support that pay-per-view. I have no doubt that they're going to make sure this is the best Ring of Honor pay-per-view we've seen in a really long time. And thanks, Mike, for letting me on. You're so you are very welcome. And I agree. If you're watching, if you, if you like smaller promotions at all, even if you don't, give them a shot. See what Ring of Honor is doing. They're going to be back in second quarter, but this is the last chance to see them for a while. So I absolutely agree with you. Check that out. Uh, like Kimmy said, you can find me as well on the pop break. I'm doing writing uh, for Rampage Reviews, missed this week. Sorry, Bill. 
uh, and uh, Survivor as well. So if you watch the long running CBS reality show Survivor, I do recaps of that. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can always find me on Facebook and Twitter at Closet Champ. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening and continuing to support this little hobby and passion project of mine. And thank you so much to Miss Kimmy So Cool, my friend of me for life, for joining me, being my first guest in a very long time and my first ever Skype session guest. We're on so Zoom. We're not Zoom, even not Skype. Skype. Zoom. See, I don't even know what I'm doing. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I am your reigning, rarely defending, highly disputed champion of wrestling podcasts, Mike Mueller. I'm going to take the count out loss like Seth Rollins, although he got the win and get out of here with my belt. Good night, everybody.